92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But doctor, you took an oath. That RV, it's my son's RV. Oh, doctor, isn't there anything you I'm can I'm not do- a miracle worker, Sheila. I'm an RV surgeon, trained to save the lives of large injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. That's punk rock, and one day they just sort of started going, um... And that was great. And you're listening to the very first sidetrack episode of the No Filler Podcast. My name is Travis. With me, as always, is my brother, Quentin. Today, we are talking about a band called Green River, uh, who are widely considered to be one of the first bands to have the grunge label applied to them. So, uh, uh, who are these guys? Tell us a little bit more about them. Well, we talked about Alice in Chains in our last episode. Uh, we talked about their third studio album, Dirt. Um, and we briefly talked about Green River during that episode. Yeah, like you said, they're widely considered the first true grunge band. Um, they formed back in 1984 in Seattle. Um, they actually didn't have... They weren't very successful, really. Um, but... Uh, they definitely had a huge impact on on the grunge genre for sure. And quite a few members went on to much bigger and better things. Uh, like their lead singer, Mark Arm, he's kind of the, he's who started the band. He later formed the band Mud Honey, which, now this could be just because I'm not into this kind of music that much. I don't know about you, Travis, but I I couldn't tell you one song from Mud Honey, but I know they're they're a huge grunge band. Yeah, I've heard the name, but I can't say I've ever really gotten into them. Yeah. Well, uh, Jeff Ament, uh, he he played bass in Green River, and he went on to play bass in Pearl Jam. So, well, I think I've heard of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. So these guys again, uh, Green River uh, didn't have much commercial success, but I mean. If you're going to be the first grunge band, I doubt you're going to have commercial success, and I doubt you really want it anyways. It's not even, you know? Well. It's all about this movement. I mean, the legacy that they've left behind is the 
fact that they sort of ushered us into grunge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so that clip that we played, uh, right at the, at the top of the, of, of the episode, uh, was a clip from this, um, documentary called hype, which came out, uh, in 1996 is a documentary on grunge and that voice that you heard his name's Leighton Beezer um and he was just kind of I guess in this in the simplest way he could think of kind of showing just the subtle differences between punk and and grunge like early grunge just and I'm no guitar player but really it was just kind of the way that he like the strumming patterns was the the big difference. Um, Just a slight change. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, the the chords, you know, they they sort of shift down a little bit. Yes. Minor minor shift in like the in, in like the uh, the notes and whatnot. Yeah. Here, dude, I'm just gonna play it again. That's punk rock, and one day they just sort of started going. Um... was grunge you know he goes one day they just started going yeah well he's talking about mark arm and the dudes in green river so he's so he's literally talking about those guys yeah yeah he knew them very so so leighton beezer uh, apparently he's he's just like a solo guitar like he, he he's jumped around to different bands here and there like um but he's just one of those guys that everyone knows you know like yeah especially around the mid 80s early 90s in seattle Everyone knew Leighton Beezer, you know. If he wasn't in a band currently, he was hanging around. So he was just members of just part of, of the, some of these bands, part of the scene, basically. Yeah, just a heavy it, part yeah, of the exactly. Scene, the Seattle scene, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, so, as we mentioned in our Alice episode, um, Mark Arm actually used the term grunge to describe one of his own bands. It wasn't Green River. It was another band that he was in before that, uh, Mr. Epp in the Calculations. Yeah, and he called it pure grunge, pure noise, pure shit, remember? Yeah. Which is great. I love that. Um, and then here, I've got another little clip. Uh, he was interviewed on MTV uh, in 2008. Uh, so this is, you know, quite a few years into being in Mud Honey. But, you know, they were asking him about grunge. Um, and here's a little little 20 second description of it from him grunge became a noun and they tried to like it, it seemed a way to sort of like pigeonhole a bunch of bands that were uh f- largely from the same geographic location but that didn't really sound alike except that they were loud you know um and maybe had kind of poor dress sense <laughs> yeah, that's funny yeah we briefly touched on that on the Alice episode as far as like um, how there just seemed to be a, like a costume or like an outfit, a standardized outfit that you'd wear if you were in a metal band, which was, you know, you had the long hair, you had the eyeliner and sometimes the, the, I don't know what it's called, but the, you know, on the chin, on the the cheekbones, you know, (laughs) he's talking about like blush, the makeup. I mean, they, yeah, the blush, man. I mean, some of those pictures of, of, of the 80s glam metal bands, it's it's just like... 
it, looking back at it, it looks it's it's it it, yeah. looks ridiculous. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. It, 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 so yeah, you look at it, it's like how how could you associate that with with metal? But um, yeah, so in the nineties, grunge seemed to just distance. I mean, they had a they had a, a look to them for sure. But it wasn't on purpose. But I feel like, like it, yeah, it wasn't. Like uh, from what I, I've heard too that, uh, you know, and it's interesting too that that like he said, it's it's tied specifically to this geographical location. But um, I feel like from then on, like in rock, at least there's no there's no outfit. It's just you wear whatever you. People have, I mean, bands have certain looks that they try to go for. Right, right. Well, unless you're talking white stripes. Sure. Or like the hives. Yeah, but but I'm saying like, like I said, if, if you're doing it as a gimmick, yeah. Right. But, uh, you know. But, yeah, so one thing I thought was interesting I had read as well, um, the term thrifting, which you can imagine, just talking about, you know, just going to thrift, getting your clothes from thrift stores. Um, up in the Pacific Northwest, that term... Like that was, it, that term was coined in the Pacific Northwest, and people, you know, you you think the flannel shirts and the right, you know, the big military boots and whatever, the big ass, the old military jackets and shit. That's because for one, it's rainy and cold up here. <laughs> you know, right. number two, that shit. Uh, every thrift store that you walk into up here ha- is just loaded with flannel. So it's not like they were, you know, it's not necessarily that anyone was doing that on purpose. It's just what people wore, and and but people just, you know, they uh, they uh, they just they came as they were, as it as it as uh, as Kurt Cobain would say, you know, right? You just show up and jam, dude. Yeah. So this is this is our sidetrack episode, and really, we want to keep it pretty short. Um, really, it's just a way for us to kind of talk a little bit more about. Uh, the genre of the of the pre, from the previous episode and kind of share share some more music with you that gets that can be kind of tied back to uh, like in this case Allison Chains. Um, so now I I just want to bring this up because I I thought it was interesting uh, and obvious if you live up here. So they got their name from uh, this infamous serial killer named Gary Ridgeway. Also known as the Green River Killer, um, which is it's a river up here. Um, I think there's another name for the river, but but it's you know they, people call it the Green River. Uh, actually, not too far from where I live, dude. It runs it runs pretty close to Renton. Oh shit! Um, yeah, I know. That's right. He's in prison now, but yeah, he he has been believed. <laughs> he was believed <laughs> to to have murdered. <laughs> At least 71 women throughout the 80s and 90s. And he just, he dumped their bodies in the Green River. Jesus. So, uh, of course, these guys are going to go with that for their, I mean, they did, do, do you think they that, that in their minds they were just a metal band? You know? Well, like that, that clip, the clip that you played, yeah, there's still, there's definitely elements of, of metal in there. I mean, to me, grunge has always been, uh, a mixture of punk and metal, right? Yeah, that's so. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it is. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and that clip that I played, um, it's the title track off of, of, of their first EP called "Come On Down." Uh, and yeah, the lyrics are "Come on, come on, come on down to the river." They're probably singing about Gary Ridgway. Sure. Yeah. Man. <laughs> all right. Now, I feel like 
that's that was kind of a theme in grunge lyrics. There's you know if you think about the Toadies, you think about uh, that Stone Temple oh, Pilot yeah. song. They sing a lot about yeah. about rape and murder. You're right, dude. So I wonder. Why is that? If, Makes you Just wonder. a fascination with it because Makes yeah, it seems specifically like they're singing about. I mean, you like, know that, through the you, eyes of the of the killer, right? You know that song, that that Tony song. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, dude, it's creepy as fuck. So anyway, uh, yeah. So you know, to keep this short, uh, let's play the clip. Yeah. So yeah, one last clip I wanted to play from from this EP. It's a song called "Swallow My Pride." So this is our side track. Yep, this is our side track. <laughs> yeah, it's called Swallow My Pride. Uh, it's I feel like it's a little... So here's why I picked this song. Um, if, listen to the drums. And it makes me wonder if... So it sounds a lot like uh, Nirvana. Um, I guess Dave Grohl. It sounds like Dave Grohl. Dude, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, so... And you gotta think. These guys probably all knew each other. You know Dave went to a Green River show. At least one. Oh, I'm sure. You know it. Oh, I'm sure. Because yeah. he was heavy. I mean, he was, you know, he was heavy into that scene as a as a youngster. Yeah. You know, before he started drumming. So. The drummer's name is Alex Vincent. Uh, he didn't really go on to do much more after Green River. But anyways, here is a clip from Swallow My Pride off of Green River's 1985 EP, Come On Down. Yeah, so it doesn't really come across as much in that song, but on some of the the stuff on um, on, on their uh, their main release, their uh, their full length record, "Dry as a Bone," uh, 
I hear a little bit of um, the Pixies. In Dry as a Bone? No, no, no. It just just in his oh. vocal his his vocal. Uh, oh yeah, his vocal styling, and there there are other tracks on there that that there, there was a particular track that almost sounded exactly like the Teen Spirit drum mm-hmm. drum beat. Uh, yeah. So. and you you still gotta you gotta remember too. This is this is only 1985. Right. That's the, right. That that yeah. So, you know, Pixies came out of out of Boston, so they weren't. They weren't uh, in Seattle, but but they formed in '86. So yeah, so swallow my pride definitely had more more of that classic punk sound. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's like just kind of like from that that tiny little clip from uh, Leighton Beezer. You know, it all just kind of started with with just a slight change in strumming patterns and all that. Yeah, so again, that was track three off of Green River ZP from 1985 called Come On Down. Uh, that song's called Swallow My Pride. And that is, that's going to do it for us this week. That's our little sidetrack uh, episode. Just a little something to keep you interested until the next. Keep you entertained. The next uh-huh. release. So coming up in just a few days will be the second episode of no filler and it's going to be we're we're going to we're going to change the pace a little bit and talk about Tycho uh which is a a chill wave down tempo artist uh and we're going to talk about his his uh, second full length album Dive that should be on your your iTunes and your SoundClouds uh probably Saturday or Sunday all that fun stuff yeah, that that's a great episode. Um, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be good. Yeah, so we're um, gonna try to we're gonna try to cover a wide range of of genres on this podcast and a wide range of decades. Um, so, yeah, you know what? I'll say this: if you have any suggestions for an album that you'd like a, us to talk about, especially one that you think is a true no filler album, shoot us an email and say, "Hey, Twin Bros." Why don't you do this album? And we'll be like, okay, and we'll do it. I or, mean, we'll dude, we'll talk about anything on this. Sure, on this uh, podcast. I don't know if I want to say anything, but we'll talk about uh, okay. it pretty much. I mean, we have to like it to talk about it. <laughs> but true, we're absolutely open to uh, there. You know, there's just so many, there's so many albums out there um, that we're probably not thinking of. We we have we have a huge list of albums that we're that we're planning on discussing, um, but uh, guaranteed we are missing a ton of good stuff. Um, so yeah, drop us a line. Uh, go to our website nofillerpodcast.com. There is a there will be a contact form. You can fill that out, or you can just email us nofillerpodcast at gmail Hit us up on Twitter at nofillerpodcast. Yeah, so check back on our website, uh, probably around Saturday or Sunday, uh, for our next episode, which again, we're going to be covering Tycho's second full-length album, Dive. Um, It'll be streamable on our website. We'll have a SoundCloud stream player on there. Uh, You can also just go to our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash nofillerpodcast to check it out there. Um, And yeah, that's going to do it for, for this sidetrack episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And again, 
please feel free to email us your questions, your comments, your concerns, your complaints. We want to hear it. Let us know what we can do to uh, improve this little baby of a podcast that we got going on here. This little, this little baby. So yeah, again, that's going to do it for this week. Thanks again for tuning in. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Bye-bye now. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Was that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, No, Jerry. It's over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.